0: hello everyone and welcome to the
1: categorically romance podcast my name is sarah and i'm brie and joining us today again is friend of the podcast nicole yes. from who <laughs> picked, <laughs> picked <laughs> this book and we are talking about the great texas american novel <laughs> <laughs> a body to die for by Kim kimberly ray literary
2: acclaimed <laughs> texas novel <Yeah.
1: laughs> classic <Classical. laughs> a body to die for <laughs> The scholarly, scholarly, they're
0: studying this in universities.
1: (laughs) Nicole, how are you doing? I'm
2: doing great, other than my allergies are slowly trying to kill me. I have an appointment with an allergist Mm. on Monday, and they told me to stop taking antihistamines five days before my appointment. So that was Wednesday, and I it's been rough. (laughs) It's been rough. Let's just say that. Well, because they're going to do a scratch test, you know, an allergy test. So they want you to be antihistamine free because obviously they want kind of like the best possible results. But I'm just like, I don't think you understand. I will simply pass away. (laughs) Like, I don't. (laughs) I take two 24-hour allergy pills a day. So going from that to nothing, (laughs) I'm going to die.
1: (laughs) Right. I am like
2: congested and full of mucus. So I'm sorry. So that's why I'm drinking hot tea oh. and it's still like 90 degrees.
1: Because <laughs> the last time you all heard Nicole's voice on the podcast, it was like 115 yes. degrees. Yeah, it's,
2: it's cooling down. It's cooling down a bit. We've had some rain, so it really helps let's get into the fall season. Mm-hmm. But it's fall in the morning mm-hmm. time and it, at about 11 noon about this time, it gets to be summer again. So <laughs> yeah.
1: we have fall <laughs> in the morning the at night and then
2: summer in the afternoon.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, are you a fall person? I love fall. I love fall. It's
2: my favorite season. You do? Yes. Yeah.
1: So, what do you do? Because I mean, you're in Arizona. I'm in in Texas. So, we have to, I think, mentally put ourselves in the fall because we don't physically. Oh yeah, see no, we it. don't either. What do you do?
2: What do you? Yeah, do? we don't have those you know, like trees that, you know, change beautiful colors. I mean, some like in some neighborhoods, mm-hmm. like if they plant them, we have them. But typically, you know, like mm-hmm. our landscape is desert with cactus, and they don't change to pretty red colors, red and orange colors. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, it's like Cactus, they're like, I'm so staying I mean, the same I all the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, really, the only time you can tell it's a season is if the cactus is in bloom, and it's spring. So you see some of the pretty cactus blossoms. Mm. But other than that, nothing so um so yeah we actually you know we like to go um camping you know up north which you know it's a two-hour drive and it's like 20 degrees cooler which is nice and they have like you know they have like some evergreens they have some deciduous plants and everything so you get to see some of the seasons up there and they actually get they get snow Mm -hmm. up there so yes we do get snow in Arizona just not here in Phoenix (laughs) yeah that's neat you don't think about at
0: least i wouldn't think about that being up here i've read books in like certain parts of texas and i'm like wait it snows in texas like
1: you <laughs> the Canadian all know that i have right you, you know we like, know from last year we get snow and then i have no power for you know all oh my gosh i was so right. i was like
2: i feel so bad for you all in texas like you didn't have power for like mm-hmm. months <laughs> it yeah it was
1: stupid <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so Nicole, will you read our listeners the back of this important yes. text that we're here to talk about this today? Literary
2: acclaimed. <laughs> um, I really like the like the little tagline like in the front. <laughs> It says it says he's wickedly delicious like instead of like lucky charms it's like but it's like this yeah. vampire cowboy on the front here he's wickedly delicious. Yeah. Okay. So funny. Okay, so this is the synopsis for A Body to Die For by Kimberly Ray says she's going out with a bang vampire viviana darland is on a quest to recapture the best orgasm of her almost eternal life before her impulsive past namely two revenge driven vampires she created catches up with her surely she's due at least one last earthly pleasure and with garrett sawyer pleasure is always a sure thing Garrett, a fellow vamp, has a hundred years sexual experience under his uh, belt, but he's never forgotten his first love, Viviana, or her bitter betrayal. So is he glad to see her? No. Can he resist giving her the screaming O she so desperately needs? Hell no. But Garrett's on a quest of his own. He's the close... He's this close to finding and destroying his sire, thereby regaining his humanity. Only little does he guess his search will lead him right back to the woman sharing his bed.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I was like, when when she approached an editor and they were like, "What's the pitch?" She was probably like, yeah. "She's about to go out with a bang." <laughs> <laughs> That's the I, was, I read the back you. of it yeah i was like is this the pitch right here because <laughs> that is so yeah. on point it's so yeah. point. <laughs> this
2: is the pitch like she's gonna sacrifice herself you know because we have late we have yep. learned in the first couple of books that if you destroy the one who created you the vampire who created you you can turn back into a human so that's basically been you know garrett's mm-hmm. mission you know for jake and for dylan because mm-hmm. he sired them so he's like oh if i kill the the vampire who sired me, we can all have our happily ever after great. Mm -hmm. And so they've been hunting for the ancient one and it turns out it's Viviana. So
1: (laughs) because he had like
2: (laughs) he kind of like had like no memory of being turned like he just Mm -hmm. vaguely had like this shadow and like a medallion that he um, that he saw you know, he's basically like in pain and like Mm -hmm. blood loss, you know, obviously. So he's like, he didn't really have that great of a recollection. But she knew she knew. Mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like I just can't wait for him to find out. He's gonna freak out. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah,
1: what were your initial thoughts?
0: This one was a lot darker than the first two at least I felt that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um, it was a lot more violent. Mm-hmm. I thought oh, as yeah. well. Um, but yeah I'm that's. Like I, like I told you guys, it's been a little bit since I've read it. You guys both read it this week, I think, and it was about a month ago for me. But, um, yeah, my my from my remembering of the book, it was just a lot darker. But, I mean, I liked it. It was the same. You know, I liked it as much as the other two. I just felt it was more vampire. Yes. Like, I know yeah. that sounds weird because all three of them were vampire. But this one, like, the first one was almost like cute mm-hmm. vampire, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's kind of... But this one really kind of went there like Anne Rice vampire. That's how I... No, yeah. not that dark,
1: yeah. but you know what I mean. Two was almost like rom-com vampire. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to this one and I'm like, what is... What's
2: happening? <laughs> I like how each one had like its own tone. You know, it's like they, they seem... to You know, even though... They're, it's books one, two, and three in the series and they all have like similarities and mm-hmm. stuff but it's like they all have it, a different tone and I actually, this is my favorite mm-hmm. book of the series, this last one here. Uh, first one, oh, okay. yeah. Really? First one being yeah. my second favorite and then the second one is my least favorite. You're definitely <laughs> right about being it more dark and more vampire because our two main characters, our two main love interests are both vampires. So when you got like the first yeah. two books, it's like vampire human love interest. So it's kind of, there's kind mm-hmm. of different in that way and yeah like our poor <sighs> viviana she's getting like she's being hunted you know she thinks she like she's mm-hmm. on a limited time frame she's got to get to garrett kind of sort this thing out she wants one last hurrah as the you know synopsis says before her past catches up with her because <laughs> she's being hunted by two vampires that she created and they have found out that oh if we kill her we're going to get back to being human mm-hmm. and like she gets staked twice in this book, you know, kind of one yeah. off page, you know, when before she runs to Garrett um, and then another time uh, in this in this book. So she's like she's getting staked and I'm like, oh, my
1: gosh, look, we had werewolves. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <in>
2: <laughs> my God. And I want it. I want his book like so much. I and it's. Know. I actually um, I went and searched for it because that's just who I am as a human being. And Uh, on my library app, there's a love at first bite bundle. So it has all three of these books and then an also once upon a bite, which is our werewolf's book. So we like we get.
0: Okay, so he does have have a book.
2: book, And it's called once upon a bite. So um, I have that all queued up ready on my Kindle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because i'm just like oh god got Shout out to the library like, we got we have a yeah. werewolf and then he was also bit at the end helping Viviana. he was he mm-hmm. kind of like helped save her because he was there he's like he's a a sheriff right or a detective or something and he was there um yeah. questioning yeah. her about um you know some involvement that she had in a case that he's working on but also because he knew something was different about her like like they were more mm-hmm. like similar than you know they realize, and he could tell she right, was another. like a paranormal creature, yeah. Yeah. you know. And so he's mm-hmm. he's hunt- hunting for another another werewolf because he thinks he's the only one.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: and he has to yes. mate. Too. The moon will be at yeah. his fullest, and he's like, "I have to mate." I'm like, "Yes."
1: <laughs> I think he's a virgin. I don't think he's ever mated before. I was
2: like, "He's so excited." I'm like, "Yes, give me the werewolf mating, please."
1: I thought it was interesting. So, just my little things that I typed up this morning. I was like drop dead gorgeous and this one both released in 2008 so drop dead gorgeous in april and then this one Mm -hmm. in november and Mm -hmm. dead sexy was back in 2007 so for them to read so different but come out the same year i'm like okay kimberly ray and then in august of that year so i don't know how long the paranormal romance boom was nicole you may know and you can you can tell us but so this is August 2008. She contributed to The Mammoth Book of Vampire Romances. Okay. And her story was called Love Bites. Then she re- she released Just One Bite after that, which is book mm-hmm. four in her Dead End Dating series, which came out from another publisher. So just looking at her on fiction database, she wrote Cowboys vampires sometimes in the same book <laughs> sometimes <laughs> she wrote for duets she wrote for love and laughter she wrote for blaze temptation yes. blaze she was a jack-of-all-trades mm-hmm. but she has not put anything out since 2016 oh, wow. and hmm. i just want to write fan fiction of like what happened to our cowboy Vampire writing romance <laughs> author. Does that not sound like some fan fiction? <laughs> I was like where is she? <laughs> where did she go? <laughs> so one thing that you touched on, Nicole, that I really was thinking about, and I wanted to mm-hmm. ask you guys. So in the book, she does some interesting things with vampires, and I want to say emotions, but we know that they're soulless, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it it I feel like the book. The scholarly text that it is does something really uh, interesting with the concept of time. So Garrett, he reminds us of how old he is. He's like 108 or something. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. And it was really casual. But I think that as a reader, when I was reading it and listening to it, I was like, kind of taken aback, like, wow. Can you imagine, like, living that long? All the the things that you see. You see people come and go. And he wants to find, the you know, obviously the vampire who changed him to get his humanity back. So if you get your humanity back, do you pick up from the age you were when you changed? Or do you die? Yeah. I mean, like... And, That's and, my wonder. I, I guess I'm like, I was imagining it like you get your humanity back and there's this, like, weird... If he's 108 years old, does he pick up from the is he gonna like be in the clothes he was wearing 108 years ago and like fish out (laughs) is it a fish out of water type thing or does he just walk back into life with like the the life that he's been living but I guess it's like now he ages yeah do you is like all of your memory gone from what you've like these past 108 years as a vampire like I have so many that's interesting yeah. You would going?
0: you forget what had happened? Would it race your... You know what? I know what you're saying, Brie.
2: Honestly, I feel like because typical vampire lore, vampires are undead. So they don't have a heartbeat. They, you know, in this book, they do have a heartbeat. Like they, you know, they breathe, mm-hmm. they, they are very much still alive. They're just kind of frozen in time. So I'm just, if they were to quote unquote, get their humanity back and become human again, I think they would just like you said, from the moment they turned into a vampire, they would just start aging again, like from that moment on. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would forget okay. anything, but I just think that um, for, it would just kind of like undo the quote unquote magic that turned them into a vampire and they would just, you know, start aging from mm-hmm. where
1: they're at. And then I wrote, this is the last <laughs> thing I promise. Vivian has been, you, like you said, she's been being hunted by two vampires she changed, which I mean, I, I don't think this is a spoiler, but because the book is so damn old. She actually was helping them. At least that's how I read it. She was helping them, but they don't see it that way. And they've been trying to find her to kill her and she's decided Mm -hmm. it's time to Mm -hmm. stop running. And I felt like part of the darkness, like I think we've kind of touched on already is that Kimberly Ray creates this world that kind of feels a little bit exhausting. The vampires have to hide who they are from the humans, Mm -hmm. obviously. But there's also a bit of hiding from the people that you've changed who Mm -hmm. may want to come and find you and kill you to go back to being Mm -hmm. human so just that constant like running a little bit from Mm -hmm. life (laughs) Mm -hmm. or hiding from life um i think kind of contributed to that darkness of it so i don't know i think she did a lot in this book that we didn't really see in the other two
0: i think it gets brushed off as just being like a more erotic kind of fun campy novel however she did create a very interesting Mm -hmm. mythology
1: Mm -hmm. in terms of the
0: vampires and stuff like that like she borrowed a lot of course from popular lore but really a lot of the things were kind of her own her own idea of a vampire
2: yeah i um the whole you know the two trying to kill her i feel like every she changed a lot of people into being vampires Mm -hmm. but they were always like at death's door and she would come up to them because she was like it was always some epic battle or something happened and she smelled the blood and she was drawn to it Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: she would come up to these people still like still alive clinging you know to life and they would be basically begging her you know to to change Mm -hmm. them and so she had that empathy. She wanted, you know, to preserve life as she could. So she would change them, but then it kind of always backfired on her. They would always be like, oh, this isn't what I signed up for, even though, you know, so it was kind of mm-hmm. like that in the moment of death. No, you don't want to die. You would you would literally be willing to do anything to stay alive. But then when you get it and you kind of have like, you know, a be careful what you wish for kind of thing, and then you're yeah. kind of blaming the messenger or, you, you know, that kind and so they blame uh, Vivian inst- instead mm-hmm. of be like, okay, well, this is what I asked for kind of thing. And they just turn around and blame her. So she's living with that guilt as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she has that conflict of coming up to someone who's dying and be like, should I, shouldn't I? The hunger is so strong. Um, and then the- that kind of aftermath of them blaming her for their vampirism when really it's what they asked for. So.
0: And I also think that by her making, like at least in this book, showing that a good number of the people that she turned She did it because they asked her to, Mm -hmm. as you were saying, that it makes her, it gives her a human side, Mm -hmm. if you will, Mm -hmm. by making her empathetic and making her want to help. And, you know, like, so I think that was actually really well done. Like, it wasn't just because she needed to feed. That also
2: kind of makes me think that they're not quite as soulless as, you know, you are being led led to believe, you know, it's just like, Mm -hmm. how can you have Mm -hmm. feelings and empathy and emotion if you're soulless, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And I think that the book, kind of like you said, Nicole, it really, the only guarantee in life Mm -hmm. is death, right? And then you're on the brink of it and you're like, I just wish I had more time. And then somebody comes in and gives it to you and then you get a taste of it and you're like, I don't, I don't want all of this time, Mm -hmm. you know, but now Now it's it's too late.
2: late. It's that, you know, like I was saying, like that precipice, like you're on the brink of death. You want, you would literally trade your soul for one more minute. But it's like, you get more than you bargain for, you got eternity. But then you also have like the cons of being a vampire, you have to drink blood, you know, you can't go out in the sunlight. So it's just like mm-hmm. the, just the thought of living forever alone can, you know, be, yeah. That's the so
1: thing. I really want to know where the whole sunlight thing came from. The mythology of the sunlight?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah like where did it come from?
2: If I'm remembering correctly, I think it has to do with, like, the purity of sunlight and how if vampires are so evil and soulless that they cannot stand to have, like, the purity of sunlight touching them. Kind of like the whole thing with crosses Mm -hmm. and holy water, that kind of thing, having an effect on vampires as well.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I guess I need to read Dracula. <laughs> is it in there? Good. Because Dracula, I read Dracula years ago. It was this really is kind good. of like
2: where a lot of people get their vampire mythology from is Dracula.
1: And even that, I okay, I don't know if y- either of you have ever listened to that podcast called Lore, mm-hmm. but they oh, put love that they put a mm-hmm. show adaptation of it on Amazon oh. Prime. Mm-hmm. I think even Dracula was inspired by a real life event. By a young girl that they believed I guess wasn't actually dead but they had like buried her anyway and they would just keep checking and <laughs> something about somebody eating her heart nice. and all of this jazz so that I just remember watching that and I'm like where the sunlight part <laughs> Because I've seen Twilight, and they were out in the sun sparkling. Oh, okay? sparkled <laughs> everywhere, sparkling, <laughs> sparkling. <laughs> okay, <That> was- so <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Sarah. No, I was just
0: gonna say that part where you said the uh, the werewolf comes in, and she comes in and sees the werewolf. The first thing I thought was Team Jacob or Team Edward. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: team whatever vampire doesn't sparkle. <laughs>
1: there you go well i mean 2008 was when the first yeah. one came out so i mean yeah was like, there was this yeah.
2: boom <clears throat> of you know vampire popularity yeah oh big sure. time even though it's like their vampire lore has existed for centuries you know you know Ever. back to you know dracula was based off vlad the impaler which was a real person that lived you know and he would like he was this you know terrible guy who would just Um, like spike his victims heads on. Yeah. So it's like, it's been, it's been around for centuries, you know? So, but it's like, there was like, there was a resurgence, I would say like in 2008 for, for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've even seen some of her stuff at the used bookstore, half Mm price books, like her other series. And I'm like, dang, Kimberly Ray was, she was part Mm -hmm. of that, you know? And I wonder how much of romance changing, is c- c- contributed to her stopping? Like, will we see her again? Or is mm-hmm. it just like the things that I like to write have stopped? You
2: yeah. know? I yeah,
1: don't know? I don't know. I have, we have Kimberly Raylor. <laughs> if she's in your knitting circle, people, yeah. we want <laughs> to talk to her, to please. Know, yeah. <laughs> is she
2: doing okay? Is she writing?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> is she a vampire? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can she not come out in this? And this is just so
1: interesting. <laughs> it's so interesting to see this be part of blaze
2: yeah because obviously they have their own like harlequin had their own paranormal line nocturne so the fact that there is Mm -hmm. some kind of paranormal aspect in blaze you know i would i don't know i mean i don't know all the rules quote unquote of category romances Mm -hmm. but you would think that would be like okay paranormal is for the nocturne line so really like if this and when was nocturne was around back then right So it was like, you would think like, oh, let's just shift this to Nocturne. But it, yeah, maybe because it was in like a contemporary setting. Maybe it was like it was in like, it wasn't like truly like fantasy. I don't know.
1: Yeah, perhaps. It's interesting. I'm like, why now that you think mention it, it's like, why wasn't it? Because I'm pretty sure Nocturne ended in what, like 2016 or 17, Sarah?
2: I think so. It ran for a while. So like if Nocturne was around when these books came out, why didn't they were just...
1: But they also,
0: Blaze tried a few different things because they also, around this same time period, they did a time travel, oh. a couple of time travel books, Ooh. one back to the Old West and one back to Highlander oh, like times. It. So I think as long, maybe that'll be our
1: next set of I uh, like time travel. You know, I love me some time Especially travel. Especially Highlanders.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. I would love
0: my, like just and I uh, see I cowboys for me the wild oh. west I'm I'm all up in that right <laughs> yeah
2: I love being
0: a good but yeah like they tried they tried a number of different things and you know some of it went mm-hmm. some of it didn't you know but I think like you said I, I it, obviously it wasn't necessarily a contemporary setting if they had time travel but maybe it was more of the erotic because the nocturne while well, it did get sexy I don't know if it went to the erotic at, yeah.
1: do you know what I mean
2: I remember I've read, so I've I only know. read like a couple of Nocturne and they got pretty steamy. I mean.
1: They do get yeah. pretty steamy. Okay.
2: So
0: Nocturne started in 2006. Okay. Maybe Blaze just had more I was more trying to look it up. But you
1: know, some of them are, some of them still pull up as silhouette Nocturnes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they do. So is that the, the start of it just from it becoming Harlequin? Correct. Because it
0: was originally, maybe that's what it was. It was originally published under the silhouette banner and this would, would have been yeah, under Harlequin. That
2: could be think we cracked it but you were ta- um uh brie you were talking about that uh, mammoth book of vampire romance i have that book <laughs> oh, yeah wow. i have volumes. i have volumes one and two they They're somewhere in this wow. room because i have physical copies
1: this is so on brand for you yeah, is, i would be disappointed I have if you to, didn't I'll have it. To find
2: it it's somewhere in this room i don't know exactly where but it's somewhere in here and i'll have to find it and get kimberly ray's story out of there so <laughs>
1: There you go. Yeah, I was a little. I mean, we are. We obviously know like this book's a little bit darker than the other two. There yeah. was some funny moments, but it was yeah. from like the the side characters, like Homegirl with oh the Sex Advice God. Club. I love her. <laughs>
2: I like love the, her it's like too. the middle of the night in the chopper or in the bike shop and she's calling this poor lady it's like midnight and she's trying to sleep and she's like i charge extra for house calls <laughs> she's, yeah. she's like keep yes. trying the steps you'll wear them down i'm like oh my god
1: she's like i'm trying the steps they're not working help me her do <laughs> yes! me yeah.
2: the funny moments for side characters are two main characters they are doom and gloom i tell you they are doom and yep. gloom these poor people <laughs> yep
1: yep i really liked though like when she showed up right i you just kind of think garrett's gonna be like oh she's mm-hmm. here Oh my goodness. He's having none of that business. He makes oh, it yeah. hard for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't give it up too easily. He's just like, nope. No.
1: <laughs> but
2: yeah. in that aspect, it was kind of a great second chance romance, wasn't it? <laughs> Honestly. <Yeah. laughs> you're right. It is a second chance romance.
1: I was like, girl, you're about to go out with a bang. You're on this suicide uh-huh. kamikaze mission. Right? Like if they show up, I'm just going to be like, have at it. And the last thing you want to do is have an orgasm. This is how you want to spend your last. This is your, your dying wish. It's one, one, one more orgasm from orgasm. Garrett. <laughs> and I feel so bad for her because...
2: She changed Garrett like a hundred years ago, so it's just like vampires feed off of sex as well as blood in this series. So you mean to tell me that she's been living this long without an orgasm?
1: Right, or orgasms that suck.
2: (laughs) This poor thing. I don't know. I would would want. I would want to be like, listen.
1: If I'm gonna die,
2: I I want an orgasm for the love of God.
1: Right. I mean, you lived through the roaring 20s, the 60s, the 70s and the 80s and and, and yeah. and, Right. I mean, 90s grunge and you had a, a you haven't had an orgasm. orgasm?
2: <laughs> you poor thing. Not even self The vampire I can get Not even self. I was going <laughs> to
0: The vampires I can get behind. That's the part I find unbelievable. You haven't had an orgasm in a hundred
2: years?
1: The Anne Rice era of vampire and you have not had an orgasm? that's kind of
2: unbelievable. I would have taken care of business myself after like... (laughs) the first couple failed attempts, I'm like, there's gotta be something wrong. You know, so I was like there's like technology. They have some right. toys out there that are just fantastic. You know, so it's like invest, my lady, invest.
1: And what if it's a quickie? Right. Like you you did all of this for three minutes. <laughs> That's the last thing that you want. <laughs> just I was so stuck on that. <laughs> oh my god! Of all the things you could do, but I guess you're a vampire, so you've had hundreds of years. So, okay, her okay. backstory confused me a little bit because her. I'm sorry, listeners. I don't mean to spoil it, but this book is old. So, if you don't want spoilers, <laughs> just fast forward yeah. some. Yes. Her dad yeah. changed her. Right mm-hmm. at first, it had me thinking like she grew. Like, she's always been a, But I'm like, right. she wouldn't have grown up right. being a vampire.
2: Well, her dad had left, and he was gone for, like, three days or something. And he had come back, mm-hmm. and he w- was obviously changed. And she had mentioned that he was always an abuser. He had always beat her mom. Mm-hmm. And she had even said, like, she he had treated her worse. So that makes me think of some sort of, mm. you know, like, sexual trauma. Because... For women, mm-hmm. like, what's worse than just getting beat? It's sexual trauma, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it doesn't explicitly mm-hmm. say that. So that's just what I inferred. So, so, and the fact that, yes, like, he turned her. But then she would turn around, and after all that abuse that she dealt with, like, she didn't want to kill him. Because towards mm-hmm. the end, they're like, okay, right. well, if your dad turned you, well, we can just kill your dad. And she's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, why? <laughs> if there was ever a man who needed killing.
0: Yeah that's right yeah you
2: know so yeah. it's just like maybe that's it's true. just you know people like it doesn't matter like what other people do, like killing is still you know like more, obviously um mm-hmm. morally wrong i mean people don't there are certain people who don't want to be like judge jury and executioner too especially their own father you know but me i'm well, just yeah. like say he falls yeah. off randomly falls off a cliff one day like, Onto pushy, a you, know? like oops, <laughs> you shouldn't have been standing close to the cliff that was your fault but um At sunrise. (laughs) At sunrise. (laughs) Why are you tied to this fence? I don't know. But (laughs) (laughs) me personally, I'm just like, I feel like that would have been an easy solution for everybody. So you just had to like, instead of like, Mm -hmm. especially because they had this private investigator trying to find someone, the ancient one. And he said that they had found them like down to like the medallion, but it wasn't her. She was in... Mm -hmm. Like, so where, like, where is that? So was that her yeah. dad? Because yeah. he had a medallion too. Mm-hmm. So like, that's kind of mm-hmm. a loose end. Like, oh, we'll never I be able wonder... to find I was like, I'm pretty sure your private investigator already did. Like, I'm pretty
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> I know, I know. When I read it, I was, I was thinking how for some people, I don't want to say parents are off limits, but it's just, kind of, I think she gives the, I don't want to like excuse, but her logic is. Like, I don't want to be on his level, basically, like, I'm not going to do that. Okay, girl, whatever. Just for some people, it's like, regardless of what your parents have done, they make mistakes and, you know, whatever. But, you know, if he was an abuser, though, you know, that's one of those things that I just I have a hard time in my spirit Mm -hmm. to forgive Mm -hmm. when you do that to kids. Mm -hmm. But, you know, also, I mean, she obviously doesn't ever cross paths with them or whatever so it's like kind of good riddance but yeah. i wonder how much of this series is wrapped up in the braddock boys yeah. which i'm assuming is a spinoff or whatever yeah. but it, it it's in the same world like and it's who, kind of
2: like picks up where this braddock leaves boys?
1: off like who are they in relation that's what i
2: was trying to figure out when i like finished in relations it. to our i know our characters here our like characters. who are the braddock boys because i have brent here
1: yeah, there's like Brent and Travis Cody. and Cody. I don't know. I might be making up names. The most-
2: <laughs> so they're vampires
0: as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I want. I bet you the first one maybe kind of. I think picks Cody off, is the first one. Right off of this one. Okay. Cody's the first
2: one. So I think mm-hmm. this is the second one. Brent is the second one. Yeah, Brent, yeah. Travis, and then Colton. Oh, okay, so there's four. Oh, Colton, no, Cody. Not there is Cody. a Cody. There's a first <laughs> That's one. enough. Yeah, the first one's Cody. Is there a
0: Cody? Yeah, no, yeah, the first one's... Yeah, you're right. Sorry. And the last one is cool. Oh, well, so there's four.
1: Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah. I just wonder if they live in the same town,
1: maybe? I think so.
0: I mean, we have to probably... I'll take a hit for the team. I'll read the first one. I'll let you all
1: know. <laughs> I mean, I'm eventually <laughs> going to... I mean, I have the book.
2: so I, I might as well. I know. But yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. This is just us kind of like... Just spitballing here.
0: Yeah, the first one, it says something about... Uh, he's getting vengeance. So I wonder... I wonder if maybe the person he's hunting is her dad. Ooh. If maybe that's the tie. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, we shall see. We'll see. We'll see.
2: We shall report back.
1: Okay, because the it, the ancient one is the ancient one for everybody, right? Or does everyone have their own ancient? Well, there's probably one? you
2: know like the what? H like the lines. Obviously, they split off and branch off into like their own like in their own line. But there has to be like the one vampire that turned the somebody, and it kind yeah. of they. They turn somebody and then they turn somebody and then mm-hmm. they, so that's how it trickles. So there's got to be the one. Kind of like a pyramid scheme. It is scheme. definitely <laughs> a a vampire pyramid scheme. You know. So.
0: No, that's what I'm picturing is this one guy and he tells two friends and they exactly. tell two friends.
2: That's exactly it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I got thinking too is that if you find that first yeah. dude and kill him, then I'm just picturing like these magic poofs yeah. all over the world of people turning into back humans. human you know
1: yeah. i just want like a slayer to show up you just want buffy to come <laughs> into
2: town and just realize like oh, yeah. these are good vampires
1: y'all i watched i know what you did last summer last night i wanted my daughter to watch it because she's like oh really? really into slasher movies and we've been slowly watching buffy and she was just like that's Buffy, and I'm like, this is a different, yeah, role. this is a different role. Yeah, I'm like, that's her husband in real <laughs> yeah, life. This is where they met. This is them falling in love. So nice. <laughs> <Pretty> much, <yeah. laughs> Even though she's definitely kissing Ryan, Felipe, but you know, just <laughs>
2: But
1: it was just so weird seeing her oh, as like no. the beauty queen. Yes, of, I like, forgot. Kick so ass awesome. Buffy. <laughs> just to
2: show you her range, though, she can play like this badass vampire slayer, and then you know she, you know, gets has this other role who. You know, it's just like, like the beauty queen. But then, you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen, mm-hmm. I know what she did last summer. She dies. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt I know, is the final like, girl. She's not the final girl, unfortunately. <laughs> she dies. But I'm just like, if that was Buffy, she wouldn't let this like hook man kill her. Nope. No. <laughs> no.
1: No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what do we think? Do we recommend the first three books I recommend in the series? Them. I
0: would I liked him. If you like Vampire.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I th- I think for oh, this yeah. time of year, especially, yes. it's a really good, really oh, good yeah. quick mm-hmm. series to mm-hmm. read. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the third one, I don't know if I, I don't know what my favorite was because one was good. We had a two, lot of issues with We had a lot of two. issues with <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I really liked this third one. I really, Three. really did. And so like. Yeah yeah Agreed. this one's my favorite
1: three yeah. gives you a lot to think about it does she gave mm-hmm. us a lot to think about with this one mm-hmm. i think it was like the good way to wrap it up like the first two the the second one was probably the most fun the first one i think just red is like a really good yeah. setup here you go this is where we are this is what's going on but this third one just yeah it just gives you so much to think mm-hmm. about as far as time and if you could get extra time would you and like the cost of that of being a vampire how lonely yeah like we kind of glamorize it you know a little bit and then she kind of gives you that insight to what it's actually like and how ain't nobody Mm -hmm. got time for that (laughs) living. For eternity, ain't nobody got alone. (laughs) Alone, You
2: know, like that's the
1: biggest thing.
0: You know, the drinking of the blood and all that. I'm sure you'd probably Mm -hmm. get used to it. But being alone, you know, the chronic. Although introverts all over the (laughs) world are going, I don't see a problem.
2: Just sometimes you need, like, you need human interaction, you know? Just the curse of being mm-hmm. a vampire is the chronic loneliness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, that's yeah. kind of, like, the pull to create another vampire is maybe, like, you have that one... Uh, you to know, have a friend. Like a ...friend who... Hopefully, doesn't hate you and Dylan. I mean, Grant has some, or Garrett. I'm sorry, Garrett has something very special. You know, like he had a rough start with the, you know, people that he has created. But now that everything's out in the open and there is forgiveness, he has a family now. So that's not something Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. look at look at Vivian. Like you, like she didn't have that. She turned how many people and they and two of them want to kill her. So
1: here we are. Yeah. (laughs) So it's kind of like.
2: You kind of get like two sides of, you know, if you're turning somebody, you can if you're lucky, you get like a really great family that you could spend, you know, forever with or you can, you know, mm-hmm. have the complete opposite. Get people yeah. pissed off at you. So
1: I really like that like when we see vampires on the big screen. Except for Twilight. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times it's so easy to set vampire mm-hmm. stories in like these big cities. I really like that this is a small town. Mm-hmm in Mm -hmm. freaking texas Mm -hmm. you know it just goes to show how hidden in plain sight the others could be Mm -hmm. absolutely
2: and i think it was even um it was even vivian who was just like why did you decide to settle down in this small town because you would think like everybody notices something in a small town you know it's just like Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know, you only come out at night, you know, or the fact that you're not going to age the fact that, you know, you don't mm-hmm. really eat food, someone's gonna notice. <laughs> you know.
1: That's right. But the small town was kind of yeah. a character mm-hmm. itself, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I think it just worked. I mean, this could have easily been set in New Orleans or something like that, which it probably would have just it would have been just as great, I think. And it would have added its own element. But there's something about that small town setting Mm -hmm. people like I think small town and small town charm just has that assumption Mm -hmm. that like everything is safe. Mm -hmm. And while they're not out here hunting people and killing people. There is still that, yeah. like that idea of danger right. because like with Vivi, is it Vivian or Viviana? I'm
2: just going to say Viv. Um, I think they just called her, hold on, let me see. What did, what did he call her? Yeah, just Viv, Viv.
1: I mean, Viv's, she's being hunted. So that's going to bring in other vampires mm-hmm. and you don't know how they're going to mm-hmm. act. So yeah, I think that's kind of one of the, I think the really cool points mm-hmm. of setting it there. Just that reminder that anywhere, can be dangerous. that's right yeah and you don't know who your neighbor is
0: in and in a way like mm-hmm. that's you know taking out the vampire aspect of it you don't know who your neighbor is and what they're doing and you know how they spend mm-hmm. their time
1: that's
2: for sure yeah
1: <laughs> so we are in october Yay. what are you reading this month ladies so many, so many books
2: mm-hmm.
1: nicole i'm sure you're doing you're probably doing like <laughs> 10 readathons. <laughs> They're probably doing, like, a (gasps) hundred live shows. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What's going on? Okay. Do you tailor your TBRs to reflect the fall, to reflect uh, October?
2: So um, I am participating in two readathons, but they're both month-long readathons. Blackoween-a-thon and um, it's Britney Witch. So... And I love it. <laughs> so Black Arweenathon, uh hosted by Bree at the Lockbook edition You can find her at that um handle everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, um, Instagram. Uh but she's basic it's like a month long readathon fo- focusing on horror, thriller, mystery novels by black authors. And then it's Brittany which is uh <laughs> was created by Whitney over at Books With Me and Lauren at Reading Parent, um, but a month long readathon about all things Britney Spears. Is
1: Britney free now? Yeah, I think so. I didn't know if we still had steps to go or what, but I was just like, you know, that is so weird. Like, I remember watching Hit mm-hmm. Me Baby One More Time before school in like sixth grade. It was just watching her dancing in the gym (laughs) in Rydell High School where Grease was filmed. And to see what she's been going Mm -hmm. through, it's like, wow, you Mm -hmm. know? I just, you would never have expected that Mm -hmm. once upon a time. Like it was Mm -hmm. Britney Spears Mm -hmm. and she was going through this. That's crazy. I can't even believe. I mean, for people that a thousand percent need that for mental reasons or what have you I am glad that it is in place but the fact that it's so hard to lift Mm -hmm. is crazy to me
2: agreed. It's very and it was just like you can tell like when when does it end you know it's just like because they're you know for like the mental like you know stability of someone you know it's like if it's in place for that great but she's obviously fine she is like she is Mm -hmm. fully under her own you know capabilities you know she had an incident Mm -hmm. way back when okay 2007 was rough for her
1: all right it was rough
2: for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and the fact that she had to live her life under this because because of things that went down, you know, back then and it still hasn't been lifted yet and it took so much to be lifted even now when she is mm-hmm. obviously better. And the fact that
1: she's having she was having yes. to pay these assholes yes. that were like in charge yes. of it. Oh god. And like ridiculous amounts mm-hmm. of money. A month. I was like, "Oh, you have her oh, yeah. totally." She was completely
2: up. locked down not just from her <laughs> like from her money and what she makes and how she spends her money, but also her her own autonomy, like she couldn't, she couldn't take her freaking birth control out, you know. Like even if she wanted to, I was like, "That's ridiculous.
0: That is ridiculous." That's 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 almost like dystopian sound in right? a way, you know, like uh, yeah, The Handmaid's Tale type it stuff. Does. Oh my
2: <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs>
1: that
2: was kind of crazy.
1: Like the one of the world's mm-hmm. biggest pop stars, literally. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that it's mm-hmm. over ish I don't know if it's oh I know that their Hulu has something like a special I want to watch it too on it I want to watch it but yeah that was
2: basically you Mm -hmm. know kind of where this I believe that's where this readathon came from is they just wanted to kind of highlight Britney and what's going on with mm-hmm. her and everything so yeah it was that and um so definitely like reading spooky paranormal and you know like I have to make everything a romance read-a-thon so even though like <laughs> blackoween a is for like <laughs> horror thriller mystery it's just like you know I have like you know some erotic horror I have like the paranormal romances in there the romantic suspense you know I'm making yeah. this work you know it's like so I put my TBR out a couple of days ago and it has like 40 some books on it.
1: <sighs> Girl, I, feel I you. screamed the other day when I saw that Katie Robert cover when her when that cover that's floating around when I first saw it I was like what is this? What is this? It's got like the monster, the old I'm like please tell, tell me I get it cuz the
2: pre-order link <laughs> It's literally just the ebook. I'm like, I need a physical copy of this book. Like, I will not settle for anything mm-hmm. less. I need a physical copy because it's like a bodice ripper. It's like an old bodice ripper, but there's a freaking dragon on the cover. Like, it's like a dragon romance. <laughs>
0: Okay, and I'm just this. like,
2: I, oh
1: gosh, okay, so to here see it is. It. Oh, it's on her God. Twitter, but I just pulled it up. Okay. I got to totally look, I got to totally get that. Listeners, we will, I will try to remember to put a link in the show and notes for y'all to pull it up. Stunning. It is just it's gorgeous. serious, like
2: an old timey <laughs> bodice ripper, but it's a fucking dragon. I love it. Like in the series is called A Deal with <laughs> a Demon. It's called The Dragon's Bride. I'm like, I desperately need a physical copy of this book. I desperately need it.
0: Oh, that is hilarious.
2: And I'm like, what do you mean this book is out next year? It's not coming out this month. Like, this is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, the end of March. Right. Right. I had to double check. I was like, three. I was like, three? What does she mean, three? (laughs) (laughs) We're in 10. October 3rd? Yes. Thank you. (laughs) October 3rd. Appreciate it. (laughs) No, March
2: 2022.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) So far away. so far. I want to enjoy the moment that we're in, but I also yes, really need I this know. book to hit my Kindle. <laughs> so since we have you here, I want to ask you something that Sarah and I have been okay. talking about a lot lately. What do you think it is about the romance world and how basically in September you start getting Christmas romances, mm-hmm. which we love. Mm-hmm. Why don't we see autumnal themed Halloween. romances? Yes, Halloween specifically, but autumnal themed romances. What I think are, it's what's kind of like theory? almost like when you
2: go into the grocery store and you see like just holiday threw up in there. You know, it's like they don't spread anything out anymore. <laughs> it's like everything at once. Like you go into a grocery store now, you're seeing Halloween, you're seeing Thanksgiving, and you're seeing Christmas all at once. They're like, here, have mm-hmm. it all. And it's there's no separation there's really not. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the more excited you can get for the holiday sooner is what like the mentality is, you know. So it's like get everything out yeah. there so they can have it or they know about it so they can pre-order it. But I would really love some separation, you know. It's like maybe mm-hmm. September mm-hmm. Halloween, you know, ro- the like mm-hmm. you can start pre-ordering or those Halloween, you know, romances are coming out. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, like the like you said the fall quote-unquote fall um, ones can come Mm -hmm. out in like October and into November and then when November rolls around then you can list the Christmas but I think everything is kind of like get it out now mentality get it out now Mm -hmm. there's no separation there's none at all
0: I wonder as well I got thinking about this the other day too because it's very north it's very northern hemisphere I mean, in the Southern Hemisphere, they're going into spring. Uh Am I correct on that? So, like, I wonder if that's part... Like, Christmas is universal,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: right? Whereas Mm -hmm. autumn is, you know... And I don't think the autumn season, the way that we look at it here in North America, with fall Mm -hmm. fairs and apple picking and pumpkins, that's not the same in Europe. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm just wondering if that's what it is. And, you know, we're thinking locally roughly quote-unquote so i still just want more halloween romances
1: if you're in the knitting circle overseas please let us know how you celebrate the fall yes we're talking to you sarah (laughs) loves in australia tell us what you guys do (laughs) yeah but she would be she would be going into spring
2: yeah it's in springtime right so
1: you know yeah so it's interesting it's
2: crazy to me to think that it's so crazy. I'm just Thank like, you. wait, what? December, <laughs> and that Christmas is in the I know, summertime. Christmas is in the summertime. I'm like,
0: what? <laughs> I mean, for you okay, guys, it so, would be no different,
2: but for those of us who experience right. cold, <laughs> who experience actual, smell.
1: I was thinking about this the other day because I, 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 like, I follow a lot of teachers on Instagram, and there's this one. She posted something that really made me think. Now, I don't plan to teach elementary school or anything like that so i don't have to uh, really worry about parties but you know no they don't really do halloween parties at school anymore because now we're very aware that not everybody Mm -hmm. celebrates halloween so don't burn me at the stake on this i'm just you know history nerd i have to have kind of a theory for everything is it a religious aspect is that the reason why we don't see a lot of halloween themed romances or is it it's a children's holiday and just nobody wants to read it but when we read that sarah spade halloween boo the hocus pocus fan fiction (laughs) i loved it it.
2: i I freaking loved it oh i can totally just speak from experience that you know not celebrating halloween is a very religious thing because while i didn't I wasn't necessarily, you know, raised that way. I mean, I was born, I was raised um, Christian. Um, we still celebrated, not quote unquote celebrate, but I still went trick or treating. I cre- I dressed up. Yes, We had like this, ho- like yeah. not a, ho- we didn't call it a Halloween fair, but we had like, um, like an autumn festival at our church. And, yep. but my husband, on the other hand, he was, um, he, he was not a, a allowed to watch certain movies he um mm. he did not celebrate halloween did not get dressed up did not go trick-or-treating they actually went to church on halloween mm. and they had as their own halloween sermon about why halloween is bad in the church so um to me that was very strange because even though he's christian i'm christian like i feel like okay yeah we were like raised the same way I I I've recently come to realize that I was raised Christian light, (laughs) so I was not (laughs) raised the same. I I was raised Christian light, so um, so it was very strange (laughs) when like we met, and I was just like, "Oh, you don't celebrate Halloween? You don't get dressed up?" And he was like, "No, Halloween is so bad." So we were raised very differently.
0: Well, I know one of my favorites, and I talk about this book every year around this time of year. I mean, Halloween is an ancient, ancient Mm -hmm. holiday. Right. And Harlequin Historical years ago put out a book called Halloween Husbands, and it was a trilogy. One took place in medieval times. One was Regency and one was American West. So there are like these three stories in one book. And it was delightful to see how it was Mm -hmm. celebrated. Like it wasn't so much for the story, but to see how in Victorian times, Halloween was a huge to do adults had parties, they sent cards mm-hmm. in the mail. Like it's just really, really interesting to watch how it changes as time goes on. But I think you're right, Nicole. It's very much a religious mm-hmm. thing. And and the thing is too but I guess it's like Christmas. Christmas is really only one day, but the build up to Christmas, like we talk about Brie, mm-hmm. is like months long. Whereas the build up to Halloween is generally not mm-hmm. as long. So, you yeah. know, maybe that's part of it too. I don't know. I I want more Halloween romances authors yes. out there, please. Just write something for me. <laughs> Give me a short story and email yes, it to me. I'll be happy.
1: <laughs> you know, a lot of Christmas romances are the book starts in October and then it ends on Christmas. And you're like, oh, okay. So, like, what's the difference of just starting it in September and ending it October 31st? I don't know. As the Token <laughs>
0: Canadian, just to shout it out there, Thanksgiving for me is next Monday. So, you know, it's not the, <laughs> the end of token November. Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> the token. We've celebrated Thanksgiving barbecuing outside because it's still warm out.
1: I mean, same. <laughs> the second Monday in October is Thanksgiving for Canada. But I mean, just taking even the Halloween aspect yes. out of it. Yeah. Just fall in yeah. general. It's like it just jumps just don't see. from yeah. summer to Christmas. But you're right. I
0: think Nicole's point was really good. Like, they, I was in what? Walmart yesterday and they yes. had
2: Christmas. They just throw it all at you at once and there's no separation, Mm -hmm. you know, And there. I Mm -hmm. mean, I see a lot of like fall or Halloween themed cozies, but it's like, yeah. Cozies are nailing it. Cozies are king for Like the romance, you know, and uh, I, you know, I've read, you know, Halloween Boo by Sarah Spade, Mm -hmm. Her Halloween Treat by Tiffany Reese. That was a great one. There's two that I want to nice. read this month that I probably won't get to because I didn't add it to my TBR because I'm just not smart <laughs> that way. But <laughs> it's Halloween Wars by Denise and Wheatley and then A Masked Murder by Nicole Reese. So those are, you know, those are two that I'm looking forward
1: to. Well, I'm going to have
0: to look both of those and up And I've
1: read other... Why didn't I know Denise and Wheatley had a Halloween
0: Denise, book? Okay. you're holding out we on us. We love you, Denise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> So I haven't read anything by Denise and Wheatley. I mean, I have—I have a book. Oh, oh I fabulous. have. See, Cold Case True Crime. I have it, and I have another one.
1: Oh, Nicole, I'm gonna
0: read this book. So this book, too. it was so, so good. It was—it was one of those. Don't. What are you doing?
2: Don't go into Don't the basement.
1: <laughs> She's in the basement.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, it's so good, Nicole.
2: And then the yeah. mass murder. It that that is a part of. A Halloween short novella series by Nicole Reese, and it's kind of how I describe mm-hmm. this series. I've I've read two books in this series so far, and um, mm-hmm. how I describe them is if a romance and a cozy mystery had a baby, and then here is this book because there is that cozy mystery, the murder whodunit, but it's a romance and ends in a happily ever after. So Nicole Reese, like, and it's they're like they're novellas, so they're they're short. So you probably get through them in a couple hours, but yeah, it's uh, holiday shorts. That's what the series is called. So there's like a Fourth of July one, Halloween one, Christmas one, yeah. Valentine's Day one.
0: Oh, I mean, it's a big deal if you see a Hanukkah themed yeah. romance. It's a big deal mm-hmm. because yeah. you don't see that That's as often, or
2: Kwanzaa, yeah.
1: or shout out to Stacy Agdern. And- yes, I've I've got Lot Kate Lot Lotkas and something mm-hmm. to read. Yep, I've seen some like Kindle Unlimited. Thanksgiving novellas. So, I mean, they are out there, but I mean like Valentine's Day, 4th of July. Just give me some fall parades. And a fall <laughs> <me a> hayride
2: <laughs> for the love of god, give me a hayride. But I also feel a like this ride. is
1: very a hayride without a murder body, it, you know, cozy mysteries. And make it sexy, oh, yeah. a sexy hayride. I mean, it's fine. I feel like when I feel like fall romances the stigma would be that they are sweet they all the be, time. And they don't they have, have to be they sweet. Have their, they're
2: okay? doing, they, they have their whole festival. They're doing hay rides around like the small town square. It's a little chilly. You have that cold snap. And so they have like a little blanket and there's some heavy petting going on under the blanket. I wish I
1: could have just seen Nicole with the shoulder
0: shake on
2: that
1: one. <laughs> the shimmy. <laughs> <Cold snap. laughs> this has been so much fun. Oh my it's yes. been exactly what I yes. needed. It's always fun to catch up. We will figure out what to read yes. next.
0: <laughs> coming back in 2022, we'll find, find something
1: fun. So, Nicole, tell everybody what you have coming up on your channel and where they can so, find. So,
2: um, yeah, you can find me on all social
1: medias at Who Picked This Book, uh, Twitter,
2: Instagram, YouTube. Uh, my book club. We're having a live stream every Wednesday, except for the first Wednesday because I will be out of town. But we're having a live stream every Wednesday. Um, we are, you know, reading through Julianne Lindsay's new indie-published cozy series, so that's really nice. And Yay. so, yeah, that's uh, basically what's going to be going on in the coming months, you know.
0: <laughs> and in November, you're doing when you will... two intrigue, yes, right? Yes,
2: yes, we are. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I'll be on those shows yes. with you, so I'm looking yeah, forward yeah, to reading I am those.
2: Too. Um, we are basically we're done with like the easy to find. A backlist of Julia and Lindsay, because mm-hmm. there are some YA uh, stuff that she's written that's kind of harder to find.
0: I didn't know she wrote yes. YA. That's interesting. Yes, I mean,
2: I have... I have uh, a physical copy of one of her books. It's called Deceived, and then there's another book called mm-hmm. Prophecy that I have a, an ebook copy of. But um, those books are those books are very hard to find. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she okay. she did write some YA. So we're we're done done kind of with her backlist, like of cozies, you know. So it's basically mm-hmm. all her new stuff that's going to be coming out.
1: Yeah, awesome. Okay. Well, listeners, check the show notes. You will find all of the places that you can find and keep up with Nicole. Mm-hmm. She always has something to go going <laughs> on, y'all. So go subscribe to her the on Queen YouTube. of the Live Show. <laughs> <laughs> she's always got live shows. She has crazy, amazing book recommendations. Yes. yes so go follow her on Please all the do. places. It'll be listed down below. Go read the great Texas American novel series by Kimberly Ray. And if she's in your knitting circle, we just want. A we just want to know she's okay. okay. <laughs> yep. We just want to know what happens to authors when they decide not to write <laughs> anymore. Is she a teacher? Is she some high power executive? Is she a travel vlogger? What is she That's doing? That's right. That's right. <laughs> we just need just an update. We need update. proof of life. <laughs> I it just doesn't sit well with my spirit of her like dropping off the face of the earth. There's no website. There's no Twitter know, updates. Boy. There's no Instagram, nothing. <gasps> And the thing is, is like, I think we live oh. not that far from each other. How many times have I ran by, ran into her? at Target, And not known. It was her. And not, no, not known that it was yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Check the show notes. Follow Nicole. And Sarah and I will chat with you in our next episode.